1: It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show on good
0: Uh, Three men are recovering from injuries suffered in a drive-by shooting. Omaha police say that the 32-year-old, 29-year-old, and 50-year-old men were shot by someone in a passing vehicle near North 36th and Lake Streets at about 2.30 yesterday morning. The victims were taken to the hospitals and are expected to recover, but police are still investigating and so far no arrests have been made. Anyone with information should contact the authorities. And drunk driving charges filed against the University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Huskers wide receiver coach Keith Williams was charged yesterday afternoon with misdemeanor DUI and careless driving after rear-ending an Uber driver's vehicle in downtown Lincoln early Sunday morning. He uh, was then given a breathalyzer and blew nearly twice the legal limit.
1: He pleaded not guilty.
0: Yeah. I think that's what you usually, right? I mean, I don't know. Um,
1: No contest.
0: Something. Um, 45-year-old Williams has two prior DUI convictions. Nebraska's head football coach Mike Riley said that Williams will face consequences for his arrest, including intervention and education, but made no comment about whether or not anything administrative would be happening. Uh, And this morning, back to school for students in Papillion La Vista. Uh, But for one school in the district, still a lot of work to be done. Liberty Middle Schools opens its doors today despite ongoing construction. Uh, the work started in the district's third middle school 18 months ago. It's still not complete, but you know, hey, school's back in session. Just don't mind, the, don't mind the uh, construction sounds. Uh, Omaha school officials, I mean, school officials are warning parents and children to be on guard after a stranger approached students in the Millard area of Omaha. Two students from Bryan Elementary were walking home near Walnut Grove Park on Friday when a man in a black truck drove up to them and asked them to get in the vehicle. And then a Millard Stout student reported that they were approached by a man driving a similar truck yesterday morning. Police are investigating the incidents, but a letter, a letter went to Millard South parents Monday afternoon after the student there made the same report. In both cases, the parents reported the incidents to the police. And Nebraska's first container store is going to open at the Westroads Mall October 22nd, Texas, Texas based chain announced earlier this year that it would be opening at the Westroads mall in the place of the old food court, uh, the old food court closed. And then we got that flagship commons food hall that opened in December. And now taking over the old space is going to be the container store, uh, offers 10,000 organizational products. And the Douglas County health department is warning people about bats and rabies. It's that time of year. Starts getting cool, they start looking for places to hide. Several bats in Nebraska, according to health officials, have tested positive for rabies, including two here in Douglas County. Yikes. We're getting close to that time of year when bats try to get inside homes to stay warm for the winter.
1: Yeah, but those are the the, the sick bats right. that do that. They Hence they do the rabies head south. Yeah. Worries.
0: So. so if one uh, bat does get inside your home, get away from it. Call the Nebraska Humane Society. Don't try to... Or hit it a with hero. a tennis
2: racket. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Isn't that the only reason pe- most people have tennis rackets in their house? It's not necessarily to, for a pickup game in the park. It's uh, in, uh, bat patrol. Uh, the death toll in Louisiana's historic flooding is now up to eight. Firefighters, volunteers, and National Guard troops have rescued more than 30,000 people. Rivers breached their banks, flooded thousands of homes. More than 12,000 people are staying in shelter, and they say as many as 40,000 homes and businesses had no electricity in Louisiana yesterday. And authorities in California say they have a man in custody in connection with the Clayton fire. It is believed that this man... Uh, started the fire intentionally. Uh, He is charged with 17 counts of arson. They're calling
2: him a serial arsonist. And people cheered when they showed his mugshot and said, we got him. Yeah. Because he was out there lighting these fires off. I mean, he was going to keep going, I guess.
0: You hear about those people that are... I mean, it's such a strange... Like, not fetish, but like mental, you know what I mean? Like that compulsion to start fires. I mean, to be an arsonist. And just just get all turned on by it. We've
2: all all seen the movie Backdraft (laughs) on cable. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland is the -the over-the-top arsonist. Hey, Shadow.
0: Hey, Shadow. Yeah, where he calls (laughs) that guy. He's such an
2: arsonist. He knows who the firefighters are. (laughs) (laughs) I lit that fire that killed your dad.
0: Oh. I know that guy was so like, and he was up for parole. I was like, does he have a chance, really? I mean, he's really just not even a stable person to have a conversation Wait, well you with. Well, remember
2: it was like the parole people were about, they're, they're about Ooh. ready to let him out every year right. until Robert De Niro shows up and asks him a couple questions to bait him. yeah, uh-huh. And, get and him he's talking like, about oh, shadow. Oh, oh Shadow,
0: oh, you know don't yeah. ask me that. I'm gonna burn the world. They're like, okay, and They bang mind. the <laughs> ah,
2: put him back in for a week.
0: Man, fool <laughs> me once. They're like, fool you once? This guy's almost gotten out like 16 times.
1: Those guys uh, are serious arsonist. Yes. Wow.
0: Yep. Uh, and it's been devastating. 17 counts of arson. It destroyed more than 175 homes and businesses since it broke out uh, near this Northern California community of Lower Lake um, just a few days ago. 4,000 acres have been scorched. Just ugh, heartbreaking. The Zika virus now spreading further into the U.S. Health officials in Texas Announced that someone there was infected with Zika in Florida and brought it back to the Lone Star State. Oh. Thanks, they brought a little something back with them, and it wasn't Florida oranges or a wand from Harry Potter's magical Universal Studios.
1: But you can't you're just down there, down uh, in Texas area, Jeff. You see mosquitoes or anything like that? They have what, those, what do you call them, those tiger mosquitoes, or we don't have them here. Yeah, the
0: tropical mosquitoes. Idea. It's different yeah. than the ones we have in the Midwest. Yeah, um, I didn't
1: notice anything.
0: This mosquito's the size, ordinary. right? Uh, patient lives in El Paso County and recently returned from a trip to the area in Miami, where they had been, you know, warning people. So it was it was from that area that it got brought uh, that it was brought back to Texas. So two more cases were also reported in Florida, bringing the total to at least thirty. And July is now got a new record holder for the hottest month uh, uh, ever. NASA says that last month was more than one and a half degrees Fahrenheit hotter than average. It beats the previous holder of July of 2011. Take that, July 2011.
2: Yeah, it seems like we all the records are pretty recent, right? hmm Year after year, we beat like the prior years. Right. And Does, what was the average temperature? So it's the average temperature in the United States?
0: Uh, I guess it's the hottest, but average temperature probably for that month. Um, and so July is now the new record holder for the hottest month on record. So, Ever on Earth. Yeah, on oh, Earth. Wow. Uh, the US holds a commanding lead in the latest Olympic medal count standings. The Americans added six more medals to their haul on Monday. Uh, a couple of silvers, some bronze. For the first time, though, dating back to 2008, we didn't win any gold medals. I mean, it didn't stop us from winning medals, and we're still top of the pack. But still, it was just kind of an interesting little side note.
1: Are you guys watching at all? I watched... Uh, didn't seem like there was anything exciting thing. yesterday. Uh, no. They had the diving, uh, the high diving, and the winds were blowing so bad, it was like blowing people back.
0: Oh into really? The, uh, so this is the outdoor diving, diving. Yeah, the
1: outdoor diving. So the Americans had practiced and trained for outdoor diving with wind gusts that they were just doing great. Everyone else was getting like one oh, guy really? hit the hit the board. That's what's so but strange about gusts, it just that you bring the Olympics up- is what's the difference between indoor and outdoor?
2: I the agree. Indoor is the one with the green pool. The water's all muddy. So what's the difference between indoor and outdoor? I don't know elements.
0: Outdoor is usually the diving. I think probably. I mean, th- okay, that's, yeah, because they're like the synchronized diving will be outside. I've never really seen any long the 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 swimming all happens in inside the diving. No, but we're saying there's been the indoor diving. diving
2: in the green pool. Yeah. that's the thing they've been talking, and that has been di- it's not
1: swimming, it's diving.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I watched
1: the diving last night. And I was outdoor. Um,
0: was that the high dive? The yeah, synchronized yeah, it's the high dive. dive yeah. Which uh, no, this not is the an-
1: synchronized. It's just one one guy diving.
0: Okay, there. This is an interesting little side note. There, uh, there is that synchronized diving. Yeah, and apparently a big piece of drama coming out of Rio is the Brazilian synchronized diving team, the ladies. Yeah, their roommates and apparently total catfight, and they got like zero points when they went. And took like they they belly flopped basically when they went and hate
1: each other that much.
0: Well, because one of them, this hot little saucy number named Ingrid, uh, apparently has a thing going on with the Brazilian canoe Olympian. And she kicked her roommate out, who's also her, uh, you know, swim partner, because she's like wanted to have a sexy time with her boyfriend. She's like, get out. I want to have a marathon sex session before we uh, dive tomorrow. Kicked a roommate out. They said that they'll never dive together. It was like total drama uh, by the side of the pool. The coaches are furious with this girl for, you know, worrying more about her. Love. Her, exactly. Love than the medal winning. Because they were poised. They won the silver in Toronto, the Pan Am Games. So they were like metal worthy. Like they were like, oh, these guys are totally going to cinch a metal for Brazil. These girls are great. And then this one just flamed out because she wanted to get it on with the canoeist. And
2: they just... The controversy yesterday was the woman from the Bahamas who dove yeah. she, in, um, in, on the track. She dove across oh, the that? line to get the gold. Yeah. And it worked. So she, uh, Shanae Miller of the Bahamas dove across the finish line to claim the gold and the 400 meter. And, um, that beat, um the USA's runner Allison Felix.
0: That's interesting. I didn't know And so anyone
2: who watches that right, you're like, I've never seen a runner dive. <laughs> dive for it. That's all black. Like diving it. at the you know, at the plate in baseball.
0: Weird. And speaking of gold, this is something kind of interesting. Researchers are gonna start digging today to find a train rubbered to be filled with Nazi gold. Yeah, those some hidden. guys found it, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Hidden at claimed- the end of World War Two about three dozen researchers are going to start digging at a site where two guys say that they located the train last year and they believe they used radar to pinpoint what they say is a railroad tunnel in Southwestern Poland that collapsed and inside the tunnel is believed to be this train packed with gold that the Nazis hid that they were trying to hide towards the end of the war. Uh, One of the men who located the site says searchers should know by Thursday whether the train and the millions of dollars and gold are where they think it is. There'll
2: but be nothing in it.
0: I know. I just wonder if this is one of those Al Capone, you know, I mean, is, is Geraldo Rivera there <laughs> just waiting <laughs> like for the, the camera crew? <laughs>
1: like he did at the uh, pyramids. Jeez. <laughs>
0: it just always ends up to be like nothing. I remember that. Everybody uh, sat
1: and watched with bated breath. Everybody.
0: Just, well, cause it's like exciting. What if he opens it and there is something you're like, oh my gosh, there's all this stuff. Like um, two
1: hours of setup for nothing.
0: Mm hmm. You're more likely to live a long life if your parents do themselves. There's this new study that's getting uh, published from the American College of Cardiology. And they say for each parent that live beyond the age of 70 years of age, the participants had a 20% lower chance of dying from heart disease younger. Uh, More specifically, they had lower rates of vascular disease, heart failure, stroke, high blood pressure. Basically, if your parents had healthy hearts and made it past 70, it could be genetic. Like you could be genetically predisposed to be pretty heart healthy. Now that is not giving you carte blanche to suddenly go off the rails and decide to, you know, never exercise or eat healthy again. They say a lot of it is environmental factors, what you choose to eat but that there is a correlation in lifespans between parents and their children. Um, so plenty of room for improvement, but it's kind of a kind This of a is good from thing. the
2: obvious phoned in our <laughs> <Right>? study institute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you got healthy parents, you might be healthy or not. I'm going to lunch. Uh-huh. Like, hey, is that a thesis you wrote? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. It's on the printer.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Uh, and finally, household debt in America... It's at an all time high, but it's not due to millennials' spending habits. This is the big deal. There's a new report. Millennials do not like credit cards. Kids under the age of 35, and when I say kids, I mean, you know, this new uh, people under the age of 35 who have credit card debt, it's at its lowest level since 1989. They say millennials' aversion to plastic is driven largely by watching their parents and how they have stressed and coped with being debt laden. Uh, all the hardships of the Great Recession, 2007 was, yeah, yeah. or whatever.
1: I just wonder how accurate these uh, these uh, stats are with millennials.
0: Well, I mean, something yeah. like this you can track. Yeah, I mean, financially, you'd be able to see if there was a downturn in applications or what have you or how much debt was carried. Um I don't know if I've ever particularly noticed that they're more paper friendly. I mean, I still feel like maybe it's a difference between they still use plastic, but they're using their debit card, not their credit card. Because I feel like still nobody carries around actual yeah. money. So
1: I think they're also saying that they don't have good credit or any credit for that matter. <laughs> they lack because, credit
0: history. Yeah. That can hurt people's. Ch- but they said that what the potential, no, but that's a potential downside. Is that, you know, this aversion to credit cards, like, I don't want a credit card. I don't want them, you know, I don't want to, they say that that can uh, be a ding against you. If you want to get your first home mortgage, you got to be able to show that you've been a, you have to have a lending history. You know, like, Hey, look, I had a credit card and I was really responsible. I paid everything on time. Yeah, you definitely time.
2: want a credit card. Yeah. You just don't want to, you want to handle it responsibly. I mean, yeah. it's huge to establishing your credit.
0: Because otherwise, it's when it t- comes time to get big things like houses, cars, that kind of stuff. They're going to say, "Well, you're basically a ghost." <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to pay for this out of pocket, I don't know what we were supposed to go on. If you um. just get
2: a credit card and smartly pay for pay pay your stuff on time, mm-hmm. within a couple of years, they will hand that they will hand you credit cards. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: In the mail, they'll just be like, "You are pre-approved. Please charge away. Charge it." <laughs> Welcome to summer. I love it. Channel Uh Hello, this is Dara. Yeah.
3: Hi, what's up? Okay, so I just thought you guys were talking about the millennials and the credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize I was a millennial. Um, <laughs> but apparently uh, I barely fit that bill, and that's exactly correct. Uh, my parents were terrible with money. They filed bankruptcy, and so I took that as an example of what not to do. So I have never had a credit card. In doing so, it is a double-edged sword, as I found out later on in life. When I went to go buy my first car, and now that we've been trying to buy our first home, I've got nothing. So, and the only way, anyway, that I can get a credit card now is if I do like one of those prepaid credit cards through bank, where you you know right. give them like three hundred bucks and you, you, you basically, you pay you basically back.
2: put the money on your card. It's a really smart way to do it. If there's anybody young listening, go do that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you basically let, put the money down ahead of time which is your credit limit. Yeah. And then just buy groceries with it. I that's mean, sick. just something simple. Gas, maybe. Simple stuff. Pay it off, pay it off, pay it off. Boom. You'll really start driving it up. But anyway, back to you.
3: Nope, nope. That was, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I wish I had gotten better guidance as far as the financial stuff goes. Because even in school, I mean, they don't teach any of that type of stuff. They don't teach they any of It's
2: the stuff that I always say. It's tough. I always say, why don't they teach that in school? I remember at some point... In grade school, I went to St. Roberts, but we were we were probably too young. In like third or fourth grade, I remember us balancing a checky checkbook.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mm-hmm. don't,
2: but I, it, but then it didn't go anywhere. No. That wasn't like money class. It was like in third or fourth grade, how some teacher a was like, "Here's how to write a check," because checks were big when we were little kids. Yeah, and we had to balance a checkbook, and then we just moved on, and <laughs> and that right. was. I don't ever remember anybody setting me down and saying, all right, money smarts is just as important as book smarts.
0: I feel like that's like a home learned lesson. I think that was like supposed to be sort of something that your parents instilled in you, at least generationally that's sort of how it was, but I feel like Well, I feel like school's got to teach everything because it seems
2: like your parents don't teach anything. That's the
0: point. Like, I think it used to be like that when we were growing up and now it's kind of gotten to the point where it was like, I think our generation was sort of the generation where the ball got dropped a little bit. But that's also where, in our defense, the credit cards really upped their aggressive marketing. I mean, we were the first first generation x was like the first generation where suddenly you showed up for college campus and there's american express with their little table handing out free beer koozies and saying oh yeah go ahead and get a credit card don't worry about it later
1: everybody got i had friends that had like you know 10 credit cards
0: yeah because nobody ever told you anything i mean i remember growing up and a credit card was like this huge deal like You know, I remember my parents, you know, it would be this thing where it was like the credit, like to use the credit card would be a thing. And then our generation became this, like everything was on plastic. That's how you paid for books. That's how you paid for a night out with friends when you didn't, hadn't gotten paid yet, you know? But
2: college is where credit cards get Way out of hand, right? Yes. Um, you didn't want one. I remember in college because everyone loads up on one guy's. It was yeah. really exploiting whoever had a credit card, but sure, because most it wasn't real of the money, p- most of the people, it wasn't even in their name. It was their dad's credit card. Okay, mm-hmm. so people that makes would sense. just hammer that thing. <laughs> Somebody get out the credit card and be like, hey, "It's free money." Let's all eat and drink all night. You're like, oh, my God. Like, my parents were never going to give me a credit card. (laughs) So I was like, cautionary tale. It was like, you don't want one or you're going to have to buy everything tonight. Right. Now, ma'am, do you have much debt, though? Do you currently have much debt? No. uh, Other than
3: student loans, no, I don't.
2: Okay.
0: That's lucky, though. I mean, that's a really good thing. Uh, You know, uh, to be smart about... I think now they're getting a little savvier. I remember going to um, a public school... In Omaha like to visit a friend of mine who was like a para yeah and I was like well tell me about like what it's like so wild because they were learning like these grade schoolers these little kids were learning the responsibilities of money management and it was the idea of like do good things help up in the classroom whatever and you accrue like good points in your quote-unquote bank account and then you can spend those towards things you know, like suddenly, oh, I want like five minutes extra of whatever time. You know what I'm saying? Like kids learned the value of working to get something and then accruing it and how it would spend. Like there was like a little school kiosk where you could go and buy little things. Um, And I thought that was interesting that the kids kind of learned like, no, once you, you know, you've got to, they were trying to instill in them the idea that, You know, there there is a cause and effect to when you have money and what you do with it. Yeah, but
1: the thing the the study thing is that millennials aren't using credit cards or using cash, therefore no credit, and this is why the girl is calling.
2: They say two thirds of millennials aged twenty-three to thirty-five have at least one source of long term debt as well. Okay. While one third have more than one source. Uh, 40% of Americans are loaded with credit card debt with an average amount of $16,000. All right. And another 37% of the under 40 crowd have student loan debt at an average of $40,000.
1: $40,000 in loan debt. Wow. So, ma'am,
2: you're doing better than most. I mean, if you don't Uh, have... Yeah, and my
3: my loan debt is definitely not $40,000, so I guess I'm... I'm we're
1: doing, doing well with that aspect. Congratulations! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, thanks for calling and sharing. We thanks. appreciate it. Good luck with You're the cars well. and the houses. All right, all that Tara. All right. Uh, hello, who's this? Hi, this is Amber. Hey, Amber, what's up?
3: Well, I just, just called about the credit card deal. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was 16, my dad told me, um, "Go into dad, go into the buckle, get a credit card, and just go shop it." And I said, "Oh, I won't do that. I'm going to be responsible." And he says, "No, go spend like 300 bucks." Only make the minimum payment for, like, three months and then pay it off. He goes, that way well, your credit gets good. And I did that and got, you know, a bunch of new outfits for school and paid for them myself because so I had a job. And I paid them off. And, you know, learning that and how I do that, you know, I have, like, I don't even know, they're like, the best credit ever. But I, I do have, like, three or four credit cards. I use, I buy things and then I pay them off. And I don't make monthly payments because I hate that little piece of paper at the bottom that says you have had to pay twenty five dollars in interest. I find that's ridiculous. when I, I have money to pay it off.
1: Isn't that great when they do that?
3: It, yes. <laughs> oh, you know the rest of the furniture Martin You know we buy things, we charge it up, and then we pay it off. And it, you know, there's no in, there's, We don't pay the interest because we pay it all off at the time. And um, that's kind of what me and my husband do. But you know, the, the one big piece of interest, of course, that we have is our house. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep joking to my husband, we're never we're never gonna be able to we're never gonna buy our house because we wanna just keep moving and upgrading and so um I keep joking, we're gonna be ninety and still have a mortgage payment. <laughs> <Yeah>. so- <laughs> I know.
0: But oh it'll be such a good house.
1: Well <laughs> it would be the best house. Welcome <laughs> to America.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Hey, thanks for calling.
0: Yep, have a good
3: day.
1: All right, you too. Enjoy your day. Hello, uh, what's up?
3: Hi. I hey. just kinda wanted to build off what that lady was saying about the elementary school kids have kind of teaching them the meaning of money and working towards stuff. Yeah. Um, one of my friends is a teacher and she also kinda of does the opposite of it too, where they like, if kids forget pencils and stuff. Mm
2: hmm.
3: Uh, she'll actually go and like have them spend their points towards things they forgot. So they learn like in the responsibility of building well, that's smart. that type of stuff. So I thought that was kinda of cool that it also teaches them that aspect of it too. How do they but
2: build? How do they build their their it's like, the, same thing, their like the good
3: Points the good okay. points. Like you're behaving really well, but if you're not responsible either, you have to spend those towards the. You know, unfortunately, you're irresponsible and you don't get to spend them on the fun things. You have to pay for not being responsible either and buy a pencil out of the store using your good points or you know, this things is, like that.
1: Is this just a classroom thing or is it? The yeah, it's a school I, thing. I, that is awesome.
3: I think it's a the independent teacher, but I thought that was really good way for you know certain like certain groups to just kind of learn responsibility with
0: what school was it at I don't
3: really remember she was working in OPS at some point
0: okay
2: now is there way is is there a way for other bad kids to steal the good credit (laughs) off of other kids so bad children (laughs) can get practice at what they'll do in life too like prison books (laughs) like on the playground I got all my know. good time imagine? credits stolen.
0: Need some safety. Hey, man. Listen, I got a, I'm got. i accruing a lot of bad points, but uh, I could rule, rule some good points. They're so like, I don't want to know.
1: It is kind of funny. Okay. No. Hey, thanks for calling. Yeah, no
0: problem. All right.
1: Take care. Uh, hello. Hello, hello. Who's this? Hi, this is Ashley. Hey, Ashley.
3: What's
1: up? Hi. Well, I was just calling about the credit card. Sure. And
3: um, to the lady who doesn't who doesn't have, like, a credit score. I've been listening to Dave Ramsey. I don't know if any of you guys have heard yeah, of
2: him. We're Yeah, we listen to Dave Ramsey. Get, give us your clean credit, yell.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: do but you have one? Do you ever hear um, a show? Uh-uh. No. People call in. The, I know of him. It's a radio but...
2: show. And people call in, and they when they're clear of their credit, they yell. Oh, and he wants yeah, to hear it. Let's hear your howl. Scream. Your scream. Your debt-free scream. God, what oh, would my you listen to the like. show. I Listen to it to feel better about your credit financial Why is it pretty bad? People are so saddled in debt. Oh, These Married couples come in and they're like, Dave, we've been doing everything you said to do. We're five years into your program (laughs) and we are now only $10,000 in debt. And he's like, good. Let's hear your yell.
3: Oh my gosh.
2: But anyway, so you're doing the Ramsey thing and it works, right?
3: Yes. And I've actually been listening for quite a while and you know, he does have some good aspects like the seven baby steps and all that, but and he does have some classroom programs, too, that he's doing to, like, teach kids how to budget and how to do a checkbook, how to not go in debt. Because you can actually get a mortgage with a zero-credit score. <laughs> and he does have a company that he endorses for that. you know that. Everyone, yeah, well, to everyone out there, he's a great guy to listen to for financial advice. And um, another thing, I also work at a bank, and we do, like, uh, like a bank at schools to teach kids how to save. So cool. there are programs out there to
2: help kids and to help teach them how to save. Teach you that's how to a, get a teach you how to get a ninja loan. Remember the ninja loans? No, what was the ninja? That was great. Oh, that was terrible. That was great for the economy in '08. Uh,
1: <laughs> no income, no job, no asset. Oh, bam! You're approved. <laughs> oh, that's that's the housing crisis. It? Yeah, that's when it all went down.
3: You're listening to the Big Party
0: Morning Show. Are you some trouble, you? What's up, everybody? No. Justin Timberlake is a wedding Crasher Uh, Over the weekend JT uh, went and crashed A couple's wedding reception in New Hampshire Took photos with the couple
2: That's Uh, funny that they do that I I mean it would be pretty sweet JT shows up at your wedding Oh
0: you can tell that he'd be so fun I guess that um, her father was eating lunch Near her wedding venue before the ceremony And spotted Justin Timberlake And he was like hey would you do me a favor We're taking you know like you know would you surprise the bride and groom um, and he actually did and he took pictures with them I mean he's such oh he you know that's he the must thing. have been on the
2: golf course right is that the deal or what was, yeah because it he was doing? like a
0: nice resort you could see he's in golf clothes like he's okay. wearing like the you know like the the sweater vest and the baseball cap and the shorts he must have been playing golf
2: the Bront beach yacht Club
0: it looks nice I mean not oh. too bad Are we allowed um, in there <laughs> no
2: no I'm <laughs> sure this was someplace else oh it was. This is uh, New Hampshire. Could you imagine being so famous that Mm -hmm.
1: someone every time if you
2: show up at uh, someone else's like event, that's now a thing. Mount Washington Hotel in New Hampshire. Mm
0: -hmm. So I guess the dad asked, like, you know, hey, would you? um, He was in New Hampshire that day, eating lunch near the wedding venue, and unbeknownst to her, the father of the bride saw Timberlake and asked him for a favor. So we're taking the first look photo and all of a sudden Justin Timberlake appears out of nowhere, shakes my husband's hand and congratulates us and takes a pic.
2: Did he have sunshine in his pocket?
0: I mean, he seemed like it. Little sunshine
2: in his pocket. I got sunshine in, in my pocket. pocket. That's the stupidest line ever of any song. What else like, does, what does, he does he have? What does that even mean? I know. Um, or does that mean something? I mean, we've heard about JT. Little oh, oh. sunshine in that pocket, little oh, wristwatch. God. I got a wristwatch.
0: Cool it on the other end of the spectrum of being excited about fans, Justin Bieber has taken down his Instagram account. Pouting. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Justin so- Bieber is making good on his threat slash warning to fans. Behave or I'm taking it private. I'm going offline. And he did.
1: He people really are- likes to beat up on his
0: fans. People he does.
2: Are terrible. The stuff people comment, like oh, read yeah. the comment section. I know. All it is is it's become the comment section is now. Instagram and Twitter, yes. the horrible things people. Why do people right. do that? I. It's just they, just
1: they have no. It's like Instagram and Twitter boundaries. need to change
2: it where it has to be your name, so you can't hide behind.
0: Right, it has un- to be Uncle Four Four Four. Yeah, where you live, like where where you work. I mean, it's just it's definitely it's so easy to pile on hate to an anonymous place. I guess I just don't. I just think that's such a strange way to spend your time. Or your energy, yeah. Um, I mean,
2: you know, and it's not just Americans, by the way. Like, oh, it's we, everywhere. Our, our local, our national media beats. We like to beat each other up, you know, that we're terrible yep. people all the time, and we're all racist. Go, go on like international forums. People say the most. Uh, they go right to like racial stuff at each other. Like different countries, you yeah. know, like Russian. They go know, right at people. it. They just go right at it. Oh, yeah, Right in the comment section. Has nothing to do with anything in the story. You know, you look I, down and you, see, you go three strands down. You're like, oh my God, people are just terrible. Uh, just lobbing bombs at each other.
0: It's Well, it's interesting. Speaking of bad behavior, did you hear there was an Olympic athlete from Egypt who got sent home? Why? He refused to shake the hand of his Israeli opponent. Like it got to the end of the match, and the the Israeli came up to him and was like, put out his hand, like, "All right, good match." And the guy's like, "No, he
2: should get sent home." The Olympics supposed to be like unity of the Olympics was countries at war with each other could take a break and make it about sport. Yep, I mean, we've completely completely lost the message of the Olympics. So they sent him home. Good, yeah,
0: they sent him home. Uh, The IOC they considered that his behavior at the end of the competition. This was the Egyptian. It was uh, Jukota.
1: I don't. Jukola, a
0: heavyweight I jukota. i mean like you see these guys they're huge they're wearing karate you know like the the they've got the belts like they're black belts but i mean these guys are gigantic like fat or just no okay. like muscular Here's like they, it looks like the rock judo. it's judo it's, it's okay. judo yeah so they and i guess it got to the end of the competition and the israeli went up to the guy from egypt and like hey handshake like there you go and he the I mean i, I guess we can assume
2: it's not necessarily because of who they are, you are just mad about and the they way they hate each other. The fight, you know, if you are a judo right. and you just fought someone, sometimes right. people aren't.
0: But they say it went against the uh, the rules of fair play and against the spirit of friendship embodied in the Olympics, and All so right. the guy got sent got sent packing. Um, speaking of uh, making amends, just real quick, Vin Diesel, uh, I guess, and The Rock had uh, been in a fight. But I guess they have patched things up. I would love to see that. I know. I'm like, two big bald dudes, (laughs) two muscular bald dudes just not having. They had a fight on social media. I was like, are you in 12th grade? Like, what is your deal? But yes, apparently they've worked it out. (laughs) I know. You're grown ass men. (laughs) Grown ass man with the shaved head. Channel
2: Channel. 941. Who are
3: you? The Summer Station. Summer.
2: This is going to be the best summer ever.